Well, welcome, 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 welcome. We are so excited to be here with you guys. Thank you for tuning in. I am here with my lovely auntie and fellow ambassador, Elder Audrey McCombs. I am Alicia Halliburton. How did I forget to introduce my, my give y'all my own thing? I don't know, I don't know. But anyways, greetings, greetings to you and greetings to you, Auntie Audrey. How are you doing? You too. Good, good, good. It's, it's uh, nice and rainy down here in Savannah today, but uh, glad to be here. Yes. Well, I'm all the way in Memphis and the heat is on. We are oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> we be in the south. <laughs> yes. Just thankful to be inside. Thankful to be inside. Well, I just, um, again, you know, we welcome you. And today we're talking about something that super, super important. Um, you know, just in the world today, there are so many distractions. There are so, I mean, it's almost like our minds, it's like definitely the enemy wants our mind to be consumed by something every single minute of the day, whether that's a job, whether that's family, whether that's social media, entertainment, you know, there's mm -hmm. always something going on. And so the topic that we're going to be um, sharing or speaking about today is what should my focus be as a single ambassador or as and also as a married ambassador um, so that's what we're going to be talking about today and again we just we welcome you and we're going to just jump right in so Auntie what would you say our focus should be as uh, an ambassador well as we've learned in empowerment of faith kingdom center for ambassadors uh, under Dr. Larry, our senior pastor, and Dr. Renee, our assistant pastor, we've learned that uh, our focus should be on the kingdom mandate that the Father has given us, and that he's given us in Genesis uh, chapter 1, uh, I believe verse 28, and that is to make the earth look like heaven, mm -hmm. and that is uh, something stunning to think about, that he's given us that focus, that mandate, uh, the same mandate that he gave Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, uh, Yeshua, when he came to the earth, um, that was part of his purpose, you know, to, uh, number one, bring the kingdom of heaven uh, back in dominance on the earth, back in its rightful place and position, and then to also release uh, and restore to mankind uh, the mandate that he'd given us so that... Um, you know, we would do our jobs as his kid, as his kids, because a natural father wants children to be imitators of him, right? Fathers and right. mothers, you know this as a young mom, uh, yeah. you want your children to emulate you. And so, right. but you also want them to take your, um, your words of wisdom, your words of advice, your, your instruction, because mm -hmm. you know what it takes to live the life. And you know Absolutely. the ins and outs of it. So in uh, all of this, that we had initially in the Garden of Eden, which we lost, which was reestablished and repositioned in us through Yeshua. And that's to uh, do our purpose. And that is to make um, this earth look like heaven by how we live our lives and how we live our lives by being um, and enlarging our understanding of uh, the Holy Scriptures, the Word of God. Absolutely. I think of it like this, you know, uh, we just recently had the 2021 Olympics and I, uh, Adam and Hava in the beginning, they dropped the baton. 
they yeah. messed up real bad, right? And so we have now been given that authority back, that dominion back, and it is our job to carry on, and like you said, to duplicate the kingdom mandate, the kingdom of heaven in, in the earth, to replicate that. Um, you were talking about, you know, just how the father, he wants to see himself in us. So we were created in his image and his likeness. So, you know, that should be displayed in our lives um, and just dominate in every area. So why don't we look at that, that kingdom mandate, you referenced it in uh, Bereshit or Genesis. Um, let's look at that. So in the beginning, the father gave dominion to both. Uh-oh, go back up. Sorry. <laughs> going the wrong way sorry guys in the beginning the father gave dominion to both of them to rule and dominate the earth but never each other so Bereshit's Genesis 1 and 28 it reads Elohim blessed them and said to them be fruitful and increase in number fill yeah. the earth and subdue it rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. So again, as we were just talking about, you know, the goal here is to rule and dominate in the earth and to make earth look just like heaven. Isn't that right, Auntie Audrey? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. We are to um, live out the principles of the kingdom. We're showing the world what that means. Um, as his children, you know, we are his representatives. We are his ambassadors and emissaries in the earth. And we're showing the world what that looks like, how you live it out. So we're going to walk in contrast to what the world is doing. Right, right. And, you know, Yeshua, he was our example of how to do that in the earth. So it, it's not like the father just threw us out there, he gave us a pattern and an example. So in Yohanan uh, 8 and 38, it reads, I speak what I have seen with my father and you do what you have seen with your father. So did you want to add to that, Auntie Audrey? Yeah, I found that uh, scripture very interesting because if you look at the uh, uh, context of that scripture, he's basically talking to um, the religious leaders of the time and he's really, uh, he's really reading them um, truthfully because he's telling them, you know, he knows that they want to try to kill him. And he's telling them that you want to try to kill me. And you're talking about you of your father, Abraham. And he's saying, I know you of your father, Abraham. You are his descendants rather, but your father is the devil, basically to make a long story short. He's saying that you're doing the things that the devil does. That's why you're trying to kill me. But if you are the father, you would not be trying to kill me. You would actually be, um, feasting off the words that I'm telling you right now. You would be receiving those words, mm -hmm. but instead uh, you're doing what your father wants you to do. And that's the devil. Right, so. because they were pulling from the wrong source. And exactly. so as ambassadors, whether we're married, single, whatever, we all have the same obligation to make sure that our source that we pull from the, our creator, and not this world system, yeah. not any religion, you know, nothing else. Because people, you know, people come up with their own, not humanism, what I think, what I should do, none of that. So yeah, you're and exactly he, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and in this instance, they were, they had already deviated so far from what uh, Elohim had established uh, by setting up their own rules and by setting up their own traditions that they made his, mm -hmm. his uh, way ineffective. Right. And so, uh, 
basically it was a it was a dead religion. I mean, that's exactly what it was, a dead religion. And then Yeshua came yep. to breathe life back into them and they were having hard right. times. Yeah, I'm reminded of that scripture that talks about, you know, the traditions of men and how that makes the word of Elohim of non-effect. So the more that we try to infiltrate um, the king's way of doing things, like you said, is to no avail. It really um, just creates more destruction. Absolutely. And so that's not what we want to be focused on um, as ambassadors. Um, Let's look to our PowerPoint. So like we said, Yeshua is our example and his yeah. source of thought was from the father, their source was from the father of the devil. So that's what we were just, uh, just talking about. Our purpose or our focus as ambassadors is to fulfill the mandate Yeshua restored to us to make heaven look like earth. And we do this by following his school of thought and being led by his spirit. Yes. Yeah. All right, and so in the beginning, the father gave dominion to both of them to rule and dominate the earth, but never each other. And so thinking about um, how that could apply to marriage, you know, some people have a a wrong concept of what it is to be married and thinking that the man as a husband should be the ruler over uh, the woman, but that's just not the case. And you might not want to try that. It might lead Hello. to uh, <laughs> might, you might have some issues. Um, so again, we're supposed to be ruling and dominating in the earth, and really, that's a another issue uh, that stemmed from Satan himself. You know, when he exalted himself. You know, it talks about that exactly. in scripture, how he, you know, just became so focused on on what he wanted to do and and that sort of thing. Um, versus what the father wanted to do. And so we never want to, uh, what I call, become an elitist. Whereas, you know, we're better than any other person when Elohim created that person just like he created you. So we never want to fall into that trap. Exactly. And even as a single person, I mean, as single men and women, you, when we are, um, out in the world in relationship with each other or relationship with, um, you know, family and friends. Again, again, that same dominary spirit, um, we have to be watchful of in our interactions with each other. Um, mm-hmm. you, you know, it could be in your relationships if you're um, dating towards marriage, for example, or if you were um, just in a friendship relationship or any kind of relationship, you have to watch that um, tendency of, um, what am I trying to say? Just trying to dominate, you know, and then trying to search your own will above somebody else's. So I think that's that's um, that's critical for us as well. We need to to right. look at each incident and examine why is that happening? What am I thinking? What's 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 the source of thought behind uh, that whole attitude? So yeah, right, absolutely. And that's yeah, that can you know uh, help you prepare to be ready for the marriage state if that's what you desire. Yes, absolutely. I was just thinking when you were talking about that, that when we are abusing, you know, our roles, it's usually because we don't truly understand our design, understand you know, our purpose. And so it's really important for us to have a clear understanding of what my role is, because, you know, it is hard to, or it's easier to color outside the line when you don't know where the line is, you know, so right. we have to kind of define that 
Um, and so let's look at that. Let's look at, because that's definitely something we should focus on as ambassadors. That's our design. Um, so let's look to the scripture for that. Let's see. And I'm, we're, we're just talking. So I actually like this better, not <laughs> necessarily just stuck on um, the order, but, you know, just having a conversation. Yeah. So in um, Bereshit 2 and 15, it talks about the design. Um, would you mind reading that? Sure. It says, uh, then Elohim took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to tend and keep it. And so tend or work is the Hebrew word abad. And it means to, to serve or to be a servant. And from that, uh, we see it talks about vision or understanding, the power inside, access to the kingdom of Elohim. Mm -hmm. And then secondly, keep. That's the Hebrew word samar. And the basic meaning is the root word is to exercise or to take great care over, to pay careful attention uh, to the obligations of a covenant, to laws, statutes take care of to guard and here we see emphasized to pastor so uh, there's a lot in that yeah absolutely and i can hear somebody saying now what what y'all doing talking about the design of a man you're a woman right exactly <laughs> tradition speaking Religion right speaking. right right but at the same time you know as a single woman preparing to be married um you have to be able to identify the, and, and understand the design of a man so that when yeah. your husband is presented before you, you know exactly what to look for and you have that pattern. I remember, um, you know, when I was preparing to be married, this was something that was so crucial. And actually, when I met Demetrius, even though, you know, we, were, we weren't dating or anything, I instantly knew that he was going to be my husband and I used to joke with my friends about it like yeah that's my husband you know I was joking but it's just <laughs> interesting how immediately you know when he was presented um I just knew and it was because I knew the pattern and I saw that vision and uh, I saw that in him now that's not saying ladies that you go out and uh <laughs> be telling people they your right. husband you gotta, <laughs> Don't, don't, don't be crazy. Be right, don't do that. Right. Don't do that. Uh, allow <laughs> the Father to, to orchestrate that. <laughs> yes, the scripture says, he who finds a That's good it. wife finds a good thing. And actually, uh, when you look at that in the Hebrew, that find is matzah. And that is actually um, one of the Hebrew words that describe what a woman, or, or excuse me, that is one of the names of woman or Hava or Isha in the beginning. So actually we can look at that as well. Um, let's see here. So yeah, so we definitely want to understand both roles um, and vice versa. All right, let's go this way. So yeah, so this is what we were just talking about. So we, as women, we must focus on our design. Mm -hmm. um, so it says the role play of the woman, Isha, is found in the name given to her by her creator. And so this excerpt is um, actually from Bereshit or Genesis. And it's just showing, it's, it's the, inter, uh, the interlineary mm -hmm. version. So you can see the Hebrew words underneath there. So we just pulled that straight from our uh, digital library. And it reads, Adam, there was not found a helper comparable to him. So actually you see those arrows, what it's pointing 
pointing to is the name of woman, which is Matzah Ezer Negad. And so Matzah, which we were just talking about, it means to find, to attain, to appear, to be discovered, to be found sufficient, to present, to be caught or captured. Um, and so, you know, how that relates to, you know, whether you're single, whether you're married, whether you're preparing for marriage, we, we uh, must understand our design as a yes. woman and make sure that we are whole and can be found sufficient so that when we do get married, that, um, you know, how some people say like marriage is 50, 50. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a kingdom concept. That's right. not a kingdom concept. We don't need half a woman and half a man coming <laughs> together. It doesn't make a whole, it doesn't work like that. Right. Exactly. So we need to Two be found people. complete. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Did you have something to add on that? Um, I was just thinking about the messages that um, are available to those watching uh, on our YouTube channel. We have a lot of messages about Fight for the Family, messages that talk about this very thing that we're talking about right now. These are resources that people can go back to and yes. look on our uh, YouTube channel. And it's, uh, the messages are now being categorized by subject. And so things are yes. easier to find. And so if you want more yes. on this, definitely go check out our YouTube channel, EOFKC. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Great, great, great. Well, we're gonna move right along. We're talking about what should we be focusing on as ambassadors, whether we're single or whether we're married. So we're here to present you with two different perspectives. But I mean, the, at the end of the day, as ambassadors- They all come together. They come together, right, 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 right. So first, the primary thing is to understand the kingdom. Right. So we know that, you know, the, the, the word says to seek first the kingdom and his righteousness and things yes. will be added. Well, go ahead and include in there that husband, that wife that you're searching for. <laughs> if you would first seek the kingdom and understand the mandate, understand the purpose, our design, then everything else, you know, it, it comes. Everything will fall in place because out That's of exactly our obedience right. and submission to the king, then he he uh, is able to work in our lives. So let's see here. So we were talking about the design of a woman. So the first, that first word that we uh, quickly went over was matzah. And then the second one is ezer. And it means to help, power, accomplish a task, one who assists and serves another with what is needed. Then Yahava Elohim said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. So again, you know, understanding this is super, super important as a, as a woman. And also it's important for men to understand too, the design of a woman. Um, and I wrote help within borders, strategy and timing. So, you know, though we can be helpers, it's important to make sure that, you know, we talk about coloring in the lines. That is a very yeah. important <laughs> skill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we need to make sure we stay within our borders because you know another uh, when we look in the Hebrew and look at the the Hebrew word for men, you know women are really spiritual people, um, and so uh, men yeah. represents that that spiritual and also water. And so water, when it's inside its borders, it can be very productive, but when it's outside right. of those borders, it can be very destructive. So. Even as a woman, you know, both married and single, we must learn how to manage our gifting, manage our, um, 
the way that we help and, and assist. This is very true. Mm -hmm. One of the things that uh, Dr. Lair and Dr. Ray talk about is the difference between men and women and, mm -hmm. um, you know, how women are nurturing and how we, uh, it's in our nature to care, but we don't want to, um, to care too much for the wrong and at the wrong times. You know, mm -hmm. we have to understand how to rightly use those gifts, as you said. And, um, and then also, um, you know, learn to understand uh, the makeup of a man, for example. Mm -hmm. um, ideally, that comes to your relationships, you know, with your father and also primarily with your, your heavenly father. Um, mm -hmm. And if you don't have that natural father, then you need to align yourself with godly men who, um, who imitate the father. So in my yes. case, you know, I don't have a natural father, but I have Dr. Larry as my spiritual father to help me um, see that pattern and be able to look for that pattern um mm -hmm. in a potential um husband right so yeah um just want to point that out to to those who say well i don't have that kind of example well um you can partner with our ministry and it's not just for that not just for the design of marriage but for the design of who you are in the father um, absolutely mm -hmm. and even if you don't have uh that natural pattern the father in heaven he is concerned about you he exactly. can be that pattern and can teach you and train you but it's really going to take uh just being connected and being led by your spirit walking in the spirit um so whether you have like she said a natural pattern or not you know the um responsibility is still there for us to seek Elohim yes. and, and figure out what that design and that pattern should look like so that when you are presented um, that you that you are prepared. Exactly. Like Dr. Larry always said, you should be a wife before you become a wife, be a husband before you become a husband. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, that reminded me of another thing that we've been taught and that is, you know, a man is a, or yeah, you're a man by birth right but you have to be developed into a father and it's the same thing you're a woman by birth but yes. you have to be developed into a wife into a mother um and one of the way ways to do that is through uh, meditating on the scripture and through being led by the holy spirit absolutely good point good 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 point. so let's move right along all right so we were talking about focusing on your design um, and then also, you know, as, amb as ambassadors, it's important for us to focus on our position. So, you know, Yeshua, our example and our pattern, he is, um, he's first, right? He should be first in all of our primary. lives. Um, exactly. Yes, the primary, right. And then under that, we have each, the man, husband, father. And then we have Isha, the woman, wife, mother. Um, Antaraj, would you like to talk a little bit about um, the position? Um, yeah, we should um, <laughs> come under the only arrangement of how um, the father has um, made us. You know, a woman mm -hmm. comes from the man. That doesn't mean he's, mm -hmm. our, he's the, um, the dominant head of a woman. You know, uh, the scriptures certainly tell us that a man uh, should love his wife, for example, or care for um, 
his mother or even his sister um, as Yeshua uh, cared for the church and gave his life for it. So it was a very loving and a very caring um, and a very um, careful relationship. Mm -hmm. So that's how um, men really should be looking at that. They should be patterning themselves after Yeshua. And the same for the woman. I mean, we have um, examples from Yeshua that we also um, can pattern ourselves after. What, what am I talking about? Well, he was submissive to the Father, right? He uh, yep. himself in alignment with the words of the Father, with the teachings of the Father. Um, he spoke the word. Um, and as we understand, as ambassadors, we are repeaters of the word. So um, yeah. a woman speaks words uplifting to um, those around her. And she mm -hmm. offers encouragement. And um, so we need to look into the scriptures to see what those examples are um, and how God, rather Elohim, because we know there are many gods in the world, so we want to get away from uh, that kind of thinking. But the way Elohim um, has designed us. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, some people, some women specifically, they that word submission is a curse word to them. Um, yeah, I'm, I have I relate to how that was. How I used to think about that word. I'm like, submit to who? What? But yeah, uh -huh. talk about it. Talk about it. Yes, <laughs> yes. No, seriously. Um, but I think it's because of a lack of understanding. You know, yep. by being submitted, it doesn't mean that, you know, you are a left doormat. man. Right. right. It doesn't mean that you're that you're a doormat. And just as you said, you know, Yeshua, he he was very submissive. And are we greater than he? You know, how is it that um right that he's able to be submissive um even to Yohanan, right? So we see him exemplifying that. So it's really not about like women are less than men or worse than men or anything like that um we have to uproot that misconception and understand yes. it from a kingdom perspective and honestly i love being um <laughs> in that <laughs> position because those men they they have to be more accountable they're more responsible Hello. for what's going on and um and also i am a supporter and an upholder so i take right. you know my position very seriously and it's again just because you think of it like the uh i guess ladder step by step kind of visual it doesn't have anything to do with uh your worth and it and also so, comes to do with i'm sorry go ahead you no know, go ahead i'll say that it also comes to do with tradition i mean in this world there's so many things that have been put up as blinders and roadblocks and stumbling blocks in front of us so that it confounds our thinking and keeps us confused and that ideology that whole concept of um of uh fear and a lack of understanding rather of the word submission and what it means um it's just all a part of design it's all a part of the enemy's uh plan and uh, the cult what he's cultivated in society to keep people divided. So when you hear certain things, there um, I forgot what the word is. There are uh, I will I'll say pinch points um, to get you off centered, and right. um, and that's just one of them. When it's really not the case. Again, we have to go back to kingdom thoughts, kingdom concepts, and understand exactly what the Father is saying. So that's what we want to know. Father, what yeah. do you mean when you say this? Instead right. of reactive emotion. 
Absolutely. And you said it right there, you know, because again, that soulless realm, if we're operating in yeah. that, then we will be easily offended. But the scripture says that the one way to prevent that is to love Elohim's word more. So if we prioritize his word and his concepts, then instead of getting offended when we hear things like that, we'll seek understanding. And the Father is able to move, the Holy Spirit is able to illuminate our minds. But when we look at it from, you know, like the, the perspective you're saying and allow the enemy to work in that way and get our feathers, you know, ruffled up and what you mean? I need to be submissive yeah. and it's 2021 and, you know, all that, that sort of mentality, then that is what leads us on that path of destruction. So we never want to fall into that trap. Exactly. And I wanted to um, read a little bit more about that in Ephesians 5 and 21. It says, submit to one another out of reverence for the Messiah. So stop right there. I mean, even that, you know, whether you're single, married, whatever, submission is a concept we all must understand and apply. In fact, that's one of the key concepts in the kingdom is submission yeah. to the king, his, rule, his rulership, um, and, um, and also obedience. So that's important just to start. And then it says, wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do to Yahaba, for the husband is the head of the wife. And so that here we have that, uh, that diagram that we were just talking about. And yeah. Meshach is the head of the church, his body of which he is the savior. Now, as the church or uh, as the um, congregation submits to Meshach, so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives just as Meshach loved the church and gave himself up for her. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own body. He who loves his wife loves himself. Yes. Um, and we, you know, we know how important that word or that love, that word love is to reveal the heart of the father. And so, you know, as the scripture said, if you, if you, and, and this is really, you know, speaking to men, if you're unable to love yourself, how can you love your wife properly? So if you don't have a, a true understanding of the father and his vision, then your vision is going to be uh, clouded. And as a result, you'll be abusive to your wife. And that's not just talking about, you know, physically abuse, but it's talking about abuse of that position. Because if you're not in the correct position, then right, then how can uh, how can expect your family to? So it's important that we understand the role play that's been established in Scripture, and each of us to understand our design and operate in our position. So let's move right along. We also want to focus on yep, there it is, our position. So okay, let's talk to the women. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> would you read that, Auntie Audrey? Sure. So, women focus on your position. We are to compliment, not compete. Again, compliment, not compete. So, in Bereshit, or Genesis 3 and 16, it says your desire will be for your husband, and he will rule over you. Oh, he'll rule over me? Yeah. What you mean he gonna rule over me? Ain't nobody gonna rule over me. <laughs> Ain't nobody, no, okay, let me, let me stop. <laughs> See, you're in the flesh, you're in the flesh. If, if, the that, flesh. if reading that bothered you, yes, you yeah. understanding. We need to get some here, understanding, so go ahead. So here we're seeing that competition. 
You know, one designed a rule over the other and the other one designed a rule over the other. So um, that's where we get feminism. That's where we get, um, you know, this, this uh, off balance in society where, um, you know, we have women wanting to do it alone, everything, have children alone, you know, you know, uh, in essence, create their own uh, sort of mini kingdom alone um, mm -hmm. without, uh, without being under the family arrangement uh, that the father has, because that's, that's, you know, bringing them in competition with the man. So it's like, I don't need Absolutely. you. Absolutely. I, I can do it. Right. But that's not yep. what the father wants. That's not his design. Yep. Absolutely. It's so important for us to understand we were created to be interdependent and not independent. That's, I mean, that even goes back to that uh, scripture we were just reading about how we should be submissive to one another that we work in, in everything interlocks and understanding that position, yeah. whether you're single or married or, you know, whatever, it still applies. Um, and so also thinking, going back to that uh, scripture um, where it says your desire will be for your husband and he will rule over you. So again, this is why it's so important for us to understand, um, for us to um, not just look at translations, but to study yeah. and to understand the concept, because just looking at this at face value, you may interpret this as that the husband will rule over you as if he's, uh, you know, can treat you like a doormat or, you know, how we were talking about before, but that's yeah. not what it's talking about, right? So if we look at that it's word not. desire and look at when it talks about he will rule over you, well, that desire will be for your husband. Now you want to compete with him. Now you want to be out of your position just as Hava did, right? So this is this yeah, is what happened. Hava stepped that's out of her position into her who was supposed to be her covering, and then Adam he received from uh, Hava. Not talking about he bit an apple, but he stepped out of position as well. And so because of this, there was the enemy was able to to get in, and so that rule over you. You have to rule over that desire, over that uh, to, to compete, to be out of position. Remember, we talked about, you know, helping within borders, um, staying exactly. in that position. So that's what we mean, not that competition. And you're absolutely right, um, Audrey, when you talk about, you know, this is where feminism comes from. You know, that competition, what I can, I put my pants on just like a man and I, 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 <laughs> me, me, me. You know, you what go. about, where's the father's concept? I mean, did, did woman come from herself? Like, where is that thought coming from? So we really have to evaluate that and also understand that just because it sounds good, that doesn't mean that it's right. Hello, that's exactly right. Because yep, man will always seem right in their own eyes. But the exactly. end of that is what? Death. So we don't Death. want to, um, you know, come up with our own agenda, our own ideas. Um, so we want to uh, complement and not compete. So make sure that we are managing and staying in our position. And then the next one is to be a builder and not a basher. So initially a proverb 14 and one, it says the wise woman builds her house, but with her own hands, the foolish woman tears down her house. And so that word build in the Hebrew is benah and it's spelled bet noon high and it means to reveal the life of heaven on earth um you know this was something that i really had to learn you know as a wife is the importance of being a builder and building up my husband 
And what does that mean? Uh, well, number one, I have to repeat the vision that he has shared and repeat that back to him. You know, Demetrius, yeah. um, we got married when we were really, really young. And so Demetrius- I'm still really, really young. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm still young. Thank you. <laughs> really, yes. But yeah, so it's, it'll be five years and a couple of weeks, if, if two weeks less than that. Um, and so, and I've learned just so much, you know, during that time, but in the beginning of our marriage, um, you know, Demetrius, he was still seeking the father and understanding the, our family vision. And so what I had to learn to do was to, uh, just be a repeater of the, the father's vision. Cause sometimes, you know, he would, he would have the idea and then he would say, but what if we do this? What if we do this? And what if we do that? And instead of me being critical and criticizing, you all over the place. What do you know? What I had to do was say, was just repeat, you are, you are a great father. You are an awesome ambassador. You have been called to teach. You have been called to, uh, you have a great skill in uh, working with people in business, in finance, you know, and, and building him up rather than um, allowing my mouth to uh, get us in trouble and to tear him down. And that's not just for married, uh, for married women. This is something that we have to understand, you know, as women in general, uh, exactly. that we have the power of influence and what we say, it, it impacts people. Yeah, it looked like you were gonna say something, Auntie, so I was shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking about, uh, uh, and I can't remember the whole thought, but builder of the family name. Is that, uh, uh, um, that's a man's role, builder of the family name. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, I can't remember the, the whole thought, but it just came to me when you were talking about that. So yeah, yep, that's yep. Uh, understanding roles. That's part of a, a, a single guy's role. You're, you're going to be building your family's name in this earth. Yeah. So you want to build that family name under the name of Elohim because uh, as his son, we're building his name. We are, um, we are um, honoring him. You, you know, we're enlarging his honor, his character, you know, um, his thinking on this earth as we live out uh, his principles and precepts. So, yeah. um, you know, that's incumbent for us to do and understand. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so, so vital. Uh, and we are, we are wrapping up, so we're just going to um, share just a little bit more. So another thing that we have to focus on as ambassadors, as single men and women, as married men and women, is our purpose and the journey of self-discovery. Audrey, would you like to share anything about that? Because I know it's been a journey for me. I'd be here talking all day about the importance of self-discovery. I mean, it is important because we don't know it's like a baby. A baby doesn't know anything. When a baby's born, um, you know, it, that, that young child has to learn different things, how to hold a bottle. It gets potty trained. It learns how to walk. It learns how to run. It learns, you know, how to dress itself, feed itself. And so in um, things of the kingdom, we are the same way. We have to learn um, kingdom concepts. We have to learn kingdom definition of terms. You know, we have to uh, grow in our understanding from the word of the Father, what he thinks about us and how he sees us and uh, what he wants for us and from us. And 
that, like you said, it's a journey of self-discovery. You know, the more we see, the more we understand, the more we can grow, the more we can change. We can't just read the word, we have to apply it, we have to do it, we have to live it. Then it becomes a part of us and so we can speak that um, from our innermost being because it is us, because it's now part yeah. of us. Yeshua was the word become flesh and we're flesh becoming the word. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, that, that journey of self-discovery is always ongoing until we, um, you know, see him face to face. Right, because as we know, you know, when we accept Yeshua um, and we, you know, what they say, receive salvation, then instantly our spirit becomes just like the Father. But our yeah. mind, is the, we have to transform uh, our mind. We have to renew our mind. The scripture tells us, you know, to renew our mind. Um, and to understand that our souls are being saved. So that mind, yeah. that will, that emotion, we have to um, grow in that, as you were talking about. It doesn't just happen instantaneously. But as right. we conform our will, as we you know, apply kingdom principles, as we're obedient, and focus on that, because you know, again, we're talking about the importance of focus and what should we be focusing on. That's what we should be focusing on. And by doing that, we see growth and we see dominion yes yeah absolutely okay so um let's see all right and so i think we can we can end it with this this is a uh, a quote that dr renee said a couple of years ago and it's just stuck with me i you know it has definitely stuck with me and it says we've been running our own lives doing our own thing and asking the father to bless what we have not given him charge over mm -hmm. and so when we think about this you know and and what we should be focusing on this is really where we need to just examine ourselves and examine our lives um you know how much of our lives is how much time are we contributing to understanding you know the kingdom design to um you know, sharing and expanding the kingdom message. How much time are we putting uh, in transforming the way that we think, uh, conforming our will to the fathers versus how much time are we spending on social media? Yeah. You know, how much time are we just absorbed in our jobs and, and all of these distractions and things that are designed to steal all of our time? And through doing that, you know, it's like, what does the father have left? Yeah. What can he, what can he, what does he have to draw on? If we're continuously caught up um, in our jobs, in our entertainment, in ourselves, we basically made ourselves God. Right. That part. We have to uh, check ourselves before we wreck ourselves. That's a true saying in this case, because um, <laughs> that's where we're headed for wreckage and destruction. So yeah. you know, the Bible tells us that a man examine himself. We have to, to continuously examine our lives, examine our thoughts, examine our pursuits, um, examine our thinking and uh, change, not just do the examination, but refocus our lives. So we, that's a part of living in spirit and truth. We're refocusing our lives. We're taking out uh, the things that don't bring life, breathe life into us um, mm -hmm. from a kingdom standpoint. And then we replace them with those things that do so that we can bring our lives in alignment. I know right now I'm working a job that's very demanding it's taking a lot of uh hours and, and eating up a huge chunk of my time and i'm 
really trying to rein that in and um, so that I have the time I need for um, pursuing what the father wants because we have to remember that these things are uh, things that get us out of focus are designed by the enemy to do what blind us keep us out of focus keep us out of um, I was going to say, well, the wealth of the kingdom, keep and all the, uh, and the wealth of the kingdom is um, a right relationship, but a, not just a right relationship, but a strong relationship with the Father. Mm-hmm. And so, that's why we have to continually examine our focus. We have to refocus, and always do um, a heart check, um, and always do a life check. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. That's so important. And I'm reminded of. When Yeshua came on the scene, he said, repent or change the way that you think for the kingdom is here. And so in order for us to receive the benefits, we have to be willing to make those changes. And, um, and so I'm going to leave us with this, because again, we were talking about, you know, just focusing mm-hmm. as um, a married or a single ambassador. So Corinthian Olive. It says, I would like you to be free from concern. An unmarried man is concerned about the Lord's affairs, how he can please Yahaba. But a married man is concerned about the affairs of the world, how he can please his wife, and his interests are divided. An unmarried woman or virgin is concerned about Yahaba's affairs. Her aim is to be devoted to Yahaba in both body and spirit. But a married woman is concerned about the affairs of this world and how she can please her husband. I am saying this for your own good, not to restrict you, that you may live in a right way in undivided devotion to Yahweh. And it's so important that we understand this concept because as um, single uh, men and women, we have to understand that your focus should really be on kingdom. Right? Because yeah. once you are married, then now you have a family that you have to attend to. And even with that, we have to, and then the focus becomes, now I have to train these children and I have to teach them, you know, the ways of Yahweh. So if you aren't ready from the beginning, then it's going to cause some, some issues. And even as married uh, men and women, we also have to understand how to um, be devoted because our, our responsibility as kingdom citizens doesn't change. But now we do have something else that's taking up our time that, you know, is unavoidable and necessary. We need to pour time into our family, into our children. And so learning to balance that is super, super important. Yeah, and it's a godly uh, relationship. It's a godly institution. So in that, you always uh, keep the father at the center. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we just thank you for joining us and for uh, tuning in. Um, if there may be someone who you saying, this is me, it's really simple. Just repent, change the way that you think, begin to apply uh, kingdom principles to learn. As um, Auntie Audrey said earlier, there are several resources that we have here. Um, connect with a, a kingdom teaching ministry near you, or if not, we'll be happy to partner and to study and to train and develop. So uh, with that being said, we say thank you so much for tuning in and shalom. Shalom.